Let's say, let's say somebody's just waiting around, and they say, oh, the wind's blowing real hard today. Now I'm going to go out and try to break the sprint record. Right. That's dumb. That's... But if it's an official sanctioned race, right. yeah. you got no control over that. Yeah. All right, we made I our agree. Agree. I agree with that. That's probably... I want everybody to write this down. This is probably the first time all three of us have been in agreement about anything <laughs> at any time. And we have a fourth person here that's in agreement. And uh, I, I don't know. It's scary. It's scary. everybody, this is Jeremy from the Thompson Running Show, and we are joining you after the, what would we call this, a bustling, a on uh, moss <laughs> with Lake Estates Group Run. We actually had 11 people show up, and if we count Jeff Petkovicius, who just rode by on his bike, we'd count 12 yeah, we people. We saw him, we counted him. Yeah. Okay, we count 12 people here this morning, and I don't even know if I could list them all off. Uh, it was us three. We had uh, Mike Sharp, Mar Marlon Wal Walden, is it? Yeah. And then uh, we had Heather Santamon made it back out. Catherine Thompson made it back out last week. She was shamed, yeah. utterly ashamed. <laughs> and then we had uh, Artie and Jeff and Chad. And then we had uh, Frank. I think his Divitorio showed up right there at the end. We got Jeff Petkovicius riding up on his bike right here. Wow, been a while. Been a minute, huh? What's going on? How's it Not going? Not too much. Right, We're just making the magic happen. Yeah. We are running. We, we got to make the magic happen. Yeah. We got to make the podcast <laughs> magic happen. This is the post run. This is the post run. <laughs> yeah. Good to see you, y'all. Take care, Jeff. Good to see you. That's cool. I think I listed off everybody at this point. Yeah. I think so. Uh, so, yeah, we had. Uh, Big turnout for the Woodlake States group run. Twelve people. Is that the, that might be the most we've ever had? Yeah, I think so. We had a lot of people Wednesday night at the uh, Amblin L 5K. Another 14, 15 showed up. Yeah. Saw awesome. same folks been showing up, but so a lot a of good them. Time, a lot of them saying this is too early. Six o'clock too early? Is that what they say? Six thirty's too early. I didn't know people slept past. Oh, this one. I thought you meant the Wednesday run. Yeah, no, I'm talking about this one. People no, Wednesday night were saying this. about perfect. Yes. Especially once it hits summertime. Yeah. yeah, I've been liking it lately because uh, I get out just before 6. By the time I finish stretching, it's, it's daylight okay. enough. Yeah, I feel safe enough uh, to, to be able to get out and run. Yeah, we've still been having nice weather here until the end of April. I think we got one more week of it. And then maybe next weekend on St. Swibbins Day? <laughs> no, I think that's actually in July. Okay. We'll get that cool snap sometime. Hopefully that 4th will we do that tomorrow, right? <laughs> July 4th. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll get that cool snap. I see uh, Scott uh, getting ready for our July 4th run. Uh, did not take much of a break after the Boston Marathon because he went for a 100-mile well, bike ride he, yesterday. He flew home, so I guess he figured he rested on the plane. 100-mile bike ride yesterday. But, uh, yeah. Good turnout this morning. I don't think we have much in the way of race news, except there's a Q50 race next weekend, uh, the Cinco de Mayo race, and then there is a run in, at St. Joseph's, and I still I hadn't posted a link for it because you know why. 
I'm lazy. Right? <laughs> Just ain't had time. Busy. I really have been. Naps, trying to get all those naps in. <laughs> trying to catch up on my sleep. I guess it's not really race news, but I always enjoy whenever uh, Jeff Beck, uh, I guess it's like, uh, reminders come up about a race that happened years ago. Yeah. He sent me a few pictures of uh, me and Drew from the 2012 Hills Hills. It's always cool to get those pictures you've yeah. seen in a while. <clears throat> ages and ages ago when Drew used to run. Right, yeah, back when he used to run. It's 11 years ago. That is a long time. <laughs> it, is. I mean. it was back when I used to be lean and mean. Mm. Yeah. In other news, we don't have any candy here this morning. Uh, we're, trying, we're trying to get back on the straight and narrow. But uh, as today's topic, our today's topic is apparently Mark Surprise. That's what we'll call it. No, it's just a, um, I wouldn't say random things. It's got some, um, some running news and uh, just. That I, you would like us to comment on. But I am working on uh summer working series. on a summer series. I'm also working on, I'll talk about it toward the end. Uh, what I'd like to do next week. But anyway, to start off, we're going to wrap up a couple of things from last week's episode. We talked about the lady, the uh, 75-year-old, and we didn't know how. And you said, man, she did it in five. She did it in uh, three hours and 33 minutes. She did what? The Boston Marathon. The 77-year-old woman. The 75-year-old. Yeah. Oh, it was a 37-year-old streak. You got two different people. Look, I'm content director. If you'll let me handle this and quit trying to read off, because it's going to get ugly for the people at home. <clears throat> the 75-year-old, Jenny Rice, finished in okay. three hours, 33 minutes. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, it was her best Boston uh, marathon ever. She probably she, won some award for that. She uh, she finished the last Boston marathon. She ran in 4.03, four wow. hours and three she minutes. 30 so she, minutes. 30 over. minutes. Uh, now, the, the other one that you were butting in and trying to talk about is <laughs> the 77-year-old Patty Hunk, who ran her 37th consecutive Boston Marathon. It's the longest current streak by a female. She ran it in five hours, 40 minutes, and 37 seconds. So I just thought since we didn't know the time and, you know, yeah. and you were right. If you can run it in five, that'd be great. She ran it in about three and a half hours. That's pretty good. Um, and the only other thing from last week, I want to know just who in the heck Mark Wilson is. <laughs> yeah. We got a, you know. He's an old youth minister, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is what happened. Uh, Erica had been on the phone recently with Mark Wilson. So I had Mark Wilson in my head, and it just came out. I, I texted Mark Smith, and I apologized in <laughs> did person. Did you apologize profusely? I did. And I did tell him that Mark and Jason would not allow me to get by on that and would make sure that I atoned for my sins and you act this like week. we were supposed to catch you like you mentioned people all oh, the time yeah he just <laughs> he rattled look I'm going to tell you the first six seven times he mentioned Scott Henderson I thought that was like his imaginary running friend <laughs> until I actually he met talks Scott about his friend and uh that does the mountain bike? Yeah. Okay. And to well, I'm sure he's real because he said he liked me. So. Okay. To change, to change topics, Jonathan Landry, a listener from North Carolina, he did run his first half marathon. Ah, cool. As a part of how he do? Uh, adventure race. He did. I don't know what his time was for the half marathon because it was uh, an adventure race. It had some cycling and. Nice. Some, and this guy's real, right? What's his name again? Jonathan Landry. Jonathan Landry. I sent him some koozies. I have to. I don't know if they, he got them yet, but. I, I sent him a, a message with his koozies 
his bike on Strava, I seen pictures, is black and red, so I sent him a black koozie and a red koozie, and I said if he ever wants to ride double-fisted, <laughs> <laughs> it'll match. So. I wouldn't advise that, and I'm, you know I'm not the, you know, if i got to be the voice of reason on safety, we get in trouble. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm glad we figured out who Mark Wilson was. It's the incredible Mark Smith, and uh, I'm just shocked. I, you know, I, I'm like Jason. J- Jeremy just rattles off names sometimes that you just, yeah. you know. I don't know who he knows. <laughs> All right, so we've wrapped up from last week. You, we want to move keep, on from yeah, that? Yeah, y'all can keep bringing it up if y'all want to throughout the show and kind of riff on it. It's fine. But, okay. But yeah. we're not. We, we're going to do it. Okay, out so we've got to... other running news that you would like Jason and I to comment on. Uh, this is just some running news here. I thought this was incredible. Uh, the London Marathon, which was mm. ran... A week after. A week after Boston. Guided by his wife, Anthony Butler, of Charlotte, North Carolina, became the first visually impaired American and possibly the first person worldwide to complete the World Marathon Majors. Run all those six. He's guided uh, by his wife who kind of tethers to him. Yeah, have a tether belt, yeah. And um, he lost his sight at 20 years old in a shooting. He crossed the finish line in London at 5:29:55, and this uh, thing is great, man. Yeah, it's, yeah I can't. So he did Boston, London, and he didn't, it didn't say he did it all in one year, but uh, so. I don't think I could run to the end of this patio <laughs> blindfolded, blindfolded, like right? with yeah. somebody even, even tethered. tied to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I'd be well. Sure. I'm sure that what you know. I'm sure they practiced it. Yeah, probably so. Uh, <laughs> I would. I would. Think. I'm not even sure I could do it if I practiced it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. And what a crazy thing to practice, <laughs> you know. But anyway, uh, and he, here's one I thought was strange. Um, not that I think the rule is strange. I want to get y'all's opinion on this. It's from Clearmont, Florida. Isam Asinga ran the 100 meters in 9.83, breaking the national high school record of 9.91 seconds. Pretty good, isn't it? Also, that same day, he ran a 9.86, became the only high schooler to break the 10-second barrier twice in the same day. But those records will not go in the books. Hello, Pubby. <laughs> Catherine showing up after her run. <coughs> yeah. Ready to hear the worldwide race news. The record will not go into the books because the wind at the event was 2.6 meters per second, which is just above, and this is in uh, quotations, mm-hmm. the wind legal limit of 2.0 meters per second. Uh, now, mm-hmm. is that... I don't know. Back whenever we did track and they... They had the wind meters at Albany. I mean, it was pretty strict. <laughs> okay. I, I, I think, think that's ridiculous because he's not responsible for what the wind is doing. Exactly. And that's what day. I thought. You've always said you're not responsible for who shows up on race day, and the racers are not responsible for the weather conditions. I mean, what were they supposed to do? Turn the runners into the wind so that they could race into the wind? You know, you just don't get the award. I mean, y'all just want to give out awards to everybody? Everybody gets a trophy these days? No, I think I a guy... I'm just trying to find some way to make an argument. But, okay, so, I've just got to take up for the man, right? So here's what I do think. Like, there's probably some kind of math they could do to say, like, 
Okay, 0.6 meters per second. Wait, they did adjust it to the uh, adjusted for the wind. He was at 9.93, which is not the record. Not the record. Adjusted for wind, but I, I don't. Yeah, but adjusting for what wind? Like for like the full wind or just that 0.6 oh. extra that he got? Because I don't know. I'd put it. I'd, I don't think. I, I think that's cheating that kid. I he poor had kid. The record at the school. Right, it would be like it would be like taking you know saying no, oh, you didn't finish first in this race because so and so didn't show up. Yeah, you're not responsible. So like at the, the Boston win. Marathon, it's a point to point race. They've had years where they have a tailwind the whole way. They don't not count those times because they had a tailwind. I think that's stupid. And I mean, you're talking it could be a substantial wind. I mean, what is two point six meters anyway? In this country. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm sure there's some kind of... Conver- I don't know if that conversion thing I have on my That's phone... That's not a lot of wind. I don't think. Well, that, that first run that he, he did where he broke it, he, it, the wind was 4.1. But I still... Well, you didn't that say means. that before. Okay, so that's so double that the amount the, of wind? At does it matter? It don't care. I don't care if he ran it in a tornado. And it pushed him across the line. If he ran it at a tornado, <laughs> I'd be really impressed. <laughs> what I'm saying, I think it's a stupid rule. You're going to try to control the wind? Yeah. Now, in marathons, like like the, the, the lead runners, they can run in a group, in a pack, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In triathlons, you, you can't ride no, you right can't, behind somebody, right? You can't right? draft. Well, there are triathlons where you can draft on a bike, but they they have to be labeled as draft legal. But in most uh, most of the ones that are run by USA Triathlon, you, you're not supposed to. But I mean, some of these races are like on the sprint triathlons. The course is short, short right? Like you can't hardly be spaced that spaced much. out that much. Like those duathlons we used to do in Mississippi. It's like you're pretty close. To the people on the bike in front of you, but I think the rule is like, I don't know, like three meters or something like that, and I don't even know what a meter is. Right. <laughs> I know sixteen hundred. He's of got them a makes PhD, a so that must be hard to figure out. I know sixteen hundred of them makes a mile. There's a thousand of them in a kilometer. There's two hectares in an acre. I know that. We've gotten way off subject here. But, but, I, but, but, I think wait, no, but no, wait, I have more Which is good because I don't have much I mean, subject. Exactly. Okay, well, first we have I'm to make a determination. To... Do you think this kid got cheated? Well, yeah, I do. Yeah, I think I he should have got There's no rule. wind rule in cross country. You run high school stuff. They will run you out of the sport. I know. You <laughs> edit that out. You're getting crazy. <laughs> Puppy's going nuts here. <laughs> yeah, cross country, there's no... There's no wind thing. And, like, I've ran meets. Like, the one at St. Thomas, the wind was unbelievable and we got like district champs or something at that and they didn't say oh y'all weren't district champs because of well, the wind I'm going to file a protest and see if we can't strip y'all <laughs> <laughs> but it's like any other sport football wind can blow past. that's what around. I'm saying like, this was the craziest thing I would have never guessed that I mean this I think, is, but it must be a pretty big deal of, this ain't just your average Livingston Parish meet now if I think okay. Wind. Let's say let's say somebody's yeah. just waiting around, and they say, "Oh, the wind's blowing real hard today." Now I'm going to go out and try to break the sprint record. Right. That's dumb. That's. But if it's an official sanctioned race, right? Yeah. You got no control over that. 
Yeah. All right, we made our agree with that. That's probably. I want everybody to write this down. This is probably the first time all three of us have been in agreement about anything <laughs> at any time. And we have a fourth person here that's in agreement. And uh, I, I don't know. It's scary. It's scary. So in a triathlon, <laughs> on a bike, if you can't draft, so you have to keep a certain amount of speed. So you either got to know you can pass, pass them. Yeah. Can you ride side by side or no? Because uh, I know this might still be sides. Usually, right? no, because most of the courses are not closed, so they're not wanting you to ride side by side. Okay. It's pass, and you're supposed to be able to pass in like eight or nine seconds or something like that. And then because I always know. hate running, and you feel like, all right, I'm going to pass this person, and then you get passed right back. Yeah. Like if you if you know you're going to pass them, I feel like you got to know you can keep it. Keep it. Yeah. Yeah. It's what I always taught Drew. <laughs> when you pass, pass with confidence and keep going. Don't you better know you can do it. But uh, I was just wondering about that because, like, on a bike, I feel like man, you could easily just keep getting passed up. So, yeah. It's like the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the interstate. <laughs> Dynamite drop it. Except, <laughs> except I, I wouldn't be running down the interstate. <laughs> Uh, or a bike. I don't want to be on a bike on the other state. All right. So but give the kid his trophy. <laughs> yeah. I, I give him his, his national high school record. So this has to be a big meet, though. Or like, I mean, to have just, a win meet. Why does that. there have to be like a national? Like, put a, put a note with it that said the win was such and such that day. Was this a meet? This was an, a meet. Yes, or this just, was yeah a meet in Claremont. Florida. Like, don't they do that with the baseball now? Like the asterisk. This was in the steroid era. Right. Just like. Put what the conditions were. And Are you accusing this young man of being on drugs? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Well, not yet. <laughs> you said the we wind. Talking, the I, I wind. I don't know where we were going with this. You said there was some controversy, but maybe that was the whole Mark Smith thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, you know, I thought that at least one of us would choose the opposite side just to keep a good I argument tried, going. But I didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think it's so stupid. Okay. Uh, running out of things here uh, very quickly. I thought we could argue about something, but apparently not. Uh, you just ain't like us to do it. Right. Okay, Jeremy, you're, you're an expert on almost everything anybody ever brings up. Because <laughs> you have a Ph.D. Except for the names of our listeners. Exactly, yeah. Uh, a Texas trip. I left for Texas. At 200.6 pounds. I came back 204 pounds. Jason figured that since I was gone and eating hamburgers and hot dogs and Mexican food all week, that the best thing to do was have a crawfish bowl. When I woke up Monday morning, I was at 207 <laughs> crawfish bowl pounds. And I, I, this morning, I've worked hard all week, and this morning, I'm, I'm less than when I left for Texas. How is that possible? It's all water weight. I mean, it's... I didn't drink much water. <laughs> no, but it's fluid weight. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I drink because, fluids. Because when you eat crawfish, you're taking in just an incredible amount of salt. But see, I didn't, I didn't eat that many crawfish. I ate the sausage, the potatoes. Salt. It's all soaking salt. it up. Yeah. Okay. Salt. It's like me. I didn't eat any of the crawfish or the sausage. I ate a lot of potatoes. <laughs> but they say that can be a good thing in the summer. So, like... In the summertime, you want 
like one thing that you can do to kind of mitigate going out and sweating too much while you're running is the night before eat really salty food kind of blow up a little bit because you're going to go out oh i did that usually on a on a summer morning run i'm losing four or five pounds and water weight and probably 45 minutes time but yeah it's all salt carbohydrate will do that too when i come back i knew i was going to be heavy so when i saw it was four pounds i can handle that and then Monday morning when I weighed in after Jason's crawfish ball, I was like, I hate you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's uh, so salt. But today I'm actually like uh, 0.2 less than when I left for Dallas. I just don't understand that kind of. Salt will do swing. it to you, but also carbohydrate will do it to you. So that's why when people go on a low-carb diet, they can immediately lose like 10 pounds very quickly because you're losing a lot of water, water weight. And that's also when you carb load for a marathon, you probably will gain two pounds, but you're going to lose it race day pretty quickly when you start sweating. Uh, that's why, I'm, like a lot of weight loss programs and stuff, like I said, they can claim like incredible fast results. Bye, Bobby. <laughs> but what you're really losing is water weight. So when you get off the diet and you start eating carbohydrate again, you immediately put the 10 pounds back on. Similar with salt. They one thing you can do with salt. I read was uh, potassium will get rid of some of the salt in your system, so you can. But it just make you pee a lot, basically. Well, I knew I could get the answer. I knew there had to be a reason, and uh, it just struck me as odd that there was that big of a swing. Did you want me to say because you eat too much? Do you, yeah. you want me to beat you up on the yeah. show? <laughs> Yeah, Maybe if you yeah, wouldn't have ate so many of the crawfish. Yeah, stay away from the table, fatty. Something like that. I could have took that a lot better than and this. And you had them all them Kit Kats that morning. Couldn't hardly. Oh keep no, his I didn't have many of those things. That couldn't hardly keep his hands off my Kit Kats. I, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't ever have to have another uh, lemon lime flavored margarita Kit Kat or whatever good, the hell that was. It was lemon crisp Kit Kat. Uh, lemon crisp. I'm sorry. And just so the listeners aren't surprised by it. I won't be here next week. No. <laughs> uh, Shocking. I, I won't be able to call in. So. Wow. Um, because he really will be international this time. Oh, yeah. Where are you going? Dominican Republic. Really? I hear we got a big following over there, and I just want to go <laughs> and see exactly you what You bring a koozie. We got, yeah. Koozie's <laughs> passing out. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um. I got just a couple other things. Uh, new book came out this week uh, from Matt Fitzgerald, who is, unlike Mark Wilson, a friend of the uh, show, because he uh, chimed in and gave us some advice one time. Um, he's got a performance training journal that just come out, and it jumped to number five on the overall sales on Amazon this week. Um, if you're training for something and wanting to... Uh, keep up with it in a little bit different way look it up on amazon see if it's something you'd be interested in matt fitzgerald has written some some really good books yeah and uh and how i know so much about the things that you asked me about his book diet cults yes one of the best books on eating i've ever read and see that's the difference between you and me i read that book i like that book well i don't really remember it but mm-hmm. i know you got a mind like one of those steel things <laughs> that closes whenever <laughs> what's it called <laughs> uh a, a vice grip 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like a steel vice grip. I don't think that's what it is. Trap. Trap. There we go. Uh, another book I found this week that I uh, downloaded to read, and, and it's going to – we're going to do kind of an episode on the love-hate relationship that people have with running. Um, the book is called I Hate Running, and You Can Too. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, by a non-professional uh, runner. He, he's an adventure writer, uh, does a lot of hiking and mountain climbing and that kind of thing. But he, he took up running, and um, – tagline on the book is how to get started keep going and make sense of an irrational passion i have to pick it up if i'm going to contribute i'll pick up the book i'll read it it's it looks to be i've just read the uh, introduction this morning it looks to be uh, a very short book um but i'm looking forward to it, it just from the introduction it sounds real good and uh we're going to get some uh facebook feedback this week on your love hate relationship with running well we might save that episode to when jason's back Next week, we might just try to ramble through something. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We go. Maybe get a couple of people. Get, they take two or three I'll people. I'll try to read that book while I'm... The beach read. <laughs> yeah. I mean, i got to have some relaxing time from out and there. And then we're going to... Promoting We're, we're going to work on another book, which is going to be called Don't Eat So Many Friggin' Crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the crawfish that got me telling you... <laughs> Because I didn't eat any of them, but it was that sausage and I'm writing the book. Potatoes. Right? And it's going to be short. <laughs> Chapter one. So will your life. Uh, let's see. Uh, and for you guys, I know y'all big fans. New music out this week. Dave Matthews Band. New single. Monsters. I didn't care for it. Didn't care for it either. Didn't care Did for it. Did it have much yodeling? And now, uh, I'm a big Dave Matthews fan, but I did not care for that song. Uh, Both his new singles. Yeah, uh, well, I like the other one, uh, Madam's Eyes. Yeah, I liked it a little better. It's better than Monster. I didn't like right, and uh, one of my track. favorite bands, The National, has a new album out called The First Two Pages of Frankenstein. Very good album. All right. So you come here for your running and your music news. <laughs> Any other parting shots before we pick up next week without Jason? And before this weed eater completely knocks us off. <laughs> As if we've been on course at all. Today. All right. Till next time, we'll catch you later from the Thompson Running Show.